The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to Speak Free with Maddie G, the podcast that celebrates free speech, truth, and open discussion. All right, welcome to the second episode of Speak Free with Matty G. I am joined here by Ricky Gorsi. How are you? Good, you man. I'm good, I'm good. It's good having you here. Beautiful, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. All right, what have you been up to? Let's oh. talk. As <laughs> uh, working, man, you know, keeping keeping the business going, just working, working on my own personal sort of things and yeah, keeping yeah. busy. So those personal sort of things, and I know we will touch on this a bit today, Yeah. Um, but if anyone follows you on Instagram or Facebook or um, anything, they'd, they'd see the things you post and, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and what you're sort of, what you're into yep. um, in terms of sharing with others. Yep. Um, can you touch on that a bit? Yeah. So personal interests, um, obviously massive on self-development, love improving myself always sort of been into that i think that's essential to a happy life if we're being completely honest moving forward um recently in the past two to three sort of years got big on spirituality really started to delve into um like self-realization and how to deal with thoughts emotions all that sort of mental health sort of thing because i was um I went through a few things myself, so I kind of <laughs> was forced into learning this sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a definitely a good thing that I got into. Yeah. Yeah. So with those that personal um those personal things that you go through, I think and I think me and you are quite similar um in the mindset of this is that you do have to go through some shit yeah, in life definitely. to um to come to realizations. Um otherwise you never you never do grow. And I mean everyone goes through shit. Yeah. Um and it's how you deal with it um yeah how do you see that sort of yeah definitely like i um even though in the moment and this would go for everyone in the moment you always think like you know this is the worst thing that could ever happen this is so terrible this whole situation but it's only in retrospect when you look back and you're like oh my like if i didn't go through that i wouldn't know what i know now and i'd be so like ignorant to what i currently know it's truly like things like that everything has a lesson to be extracted from it the worst possible situations carry the like the greatest lessons and i think that's a really really important perspective to have when you're going through tough times to understand that in the future this will actually help you this this has a lesson you just have to uncover it and find what it is yeah um i've often um well i mean i i read something um recently that it made me think about um you know how i look back on different situations and it's a, it was something like um, if you read the same book 10 years apart, it'll be like, and it's not just that you forgot it, but the parts you remember, you remember completely differently and yeah. it'll have the, a complete different impact on you. Um, and that's like reading a book, you know, that's just like, you know, yeah. a very simple thing to do. Um, but that's like general life as well. Um, you know, is that your, I guess when you look back on things, like to think of how it was impacting you then to how that sort of thing would impact you now. Yeah. And then again, in 10 years time from here, massively, completely different, Exactly, completely different each time. That's, that's because it's, you're reading the same book, but you're in essence, like you're, you're a completely different person. You've gone through things that now you can, for example, I read the book, um, the, that book that actually 
uh, started to get me into spirituality was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. read that book and it helped me immensely, like honestly helped me more than anything would ever have. And then after I read that book, I kind of had the some of the teachings down pat, but a lot of it was definitely misunderstood. And then probably a year later, I reread the book and I was like, oh my God, like I missed so much of this book just because I didn't actually understand. I, I'm not going to say understand. I didn't actually experience the teachings in my life. Yeah. And then you go back to it and you're like, okay, now, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, it's super interesting to, um, I guess, to see things from a completely different perspective. Um, see, for me, like I'm heaps, um, when I, whenever I go through shit, um, I always can pick out the people who haven't grown spiritually that give you advice. I don't mm. know if you're the same. I don't know when you're, if you're like hitting up mates or whatever for a bit of advice or just a vent or whatever it may be. And they'll tell you things. Um, like for me, a big one is like, um, you know, when someone like fucks you over or, uh, pisses you off in a way, or like you have a falling out with someone. Mm. Um, for me, a big thing is like noticing where they're at personally in their journey um and why they would react the way they did and why they've done a certain thing and i see that in a deep way i don't know if that's just i don't know no massively man yeah and other people will give you like just straight out like oh well fuck him you know what i mean bro like, he cut him <laughs> off and it's like oh fuck you don't understand man like yeah but i with, with what the, that point that you just said i have a few things to say so from the point that you just said that certain people like everyone is operating out of a certain paradigm yeah right there is say for example there's and i'm not i don't even know these people but like tom and james right tom is operating out of this paradigm of like he's going through a lot of things so he's gonna obviously it's like projection your outer like what you what you project on the external is a reflection of the internal so if you talk to someone so for example i so i know certain people and they're very angry they hate the world and they're very like um far from nice to me right but i don't take that personally because i know on a deeper level this person is experiencing like an immense world of like inner turmoil yeah negative thoughts negative emotions and they don't know how to deal with that so they're projecting it onto me and that it develops a a deep sense of empathy it's no longer like oh like that person's an asshole it's like that person's going through something that's making yes, them do that's this that's how i see things too and people will people will so often be like, no, you're too nice. You're just too nice mm. to people and you take too much shit from people. Mm. And I, I guess there is a point where you have to draw a line yeah, definitely. and not let it affect you. Boundaries, um, yeah, they're important. <laughs> yeah, the boundaries are 100% yeah. important and I need to definitely improve <laughs> mine. Um, but like in terms of like, I don't know. I think too many people see things way too black and white. Yeah, and, massively. And it's not that, it's yeah, not that. it's not black and white at all. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Anyway, your thoughts on that? Yeah, so, no, yeah. It, it's completely true, man. Like every, it's, it's just the projection of the internal and that's, it's such an eye opener because it no longer, like you, you change your whole paradigm from, oh my God, they're so, they're such an asshole, this and that to They're going through this. They're going through that. Now I understand. Now I want to actually, and it seems so, um, paradoxical, but you actually, the people that treat you really shit, it's almost like, I want to treat you nice because I know you're going through something. I know there's something on the inside that's making yeah. you act like this. And I genuinely like want to help you And the, the teachings and all that sort of thing that I've learned and all the, um, 
all the books that I've read and all this sort of thing that I've got into, I've, and this isn't coming from an egotistical point of view, but I've gathered a fair bit amount of knowledge and I genuinely feel like I could help people with like overcoming anxiety, depression, all this sort of thing. So that's where I'm coming from. When people treat me like that, I'm just like, I want to help you so bad, but it's so hard to, because these, these teachings, it's truly, to truly help someone, you need to quite literally pull their whole perception of reality from underneath them. Yeah. You know, the whole, you're not your thoughts, you're not your emotions, you're the awareness behind it, all this sort of thing. Yeah. I did want to delve into that. Yeah. With you we can, as well. we can definitely talk about that. Yeah. Um, so I, I do, I, I guess maybe, uh, because I'm not as into it as you are, but a lot of the stuff you post, um, I do actually look at it. I study it. Like I study yeah. the shit you post. Like, yeah, I'm like, you know, like I hold my finger down so it doesn't go to the next yeah. fucking slide on your story. No, it's good. And I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah. And I try and like break it down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some of the shit I do see and I'm like, fuck, I don't really like get, that's why I was so keen to have this chat because yeah. I was like, I don't actually get that. Um, but yeah, can you just let, sort of explain um to you guys out there um <laughs> but uh what it sort of what what all that sort of is yeah you know, 100 yeah well should i should i start with how i got into this sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so Let's i was right from the, from probably the about two two to three years ago i was going through a lot of um a lot of mental turmoil i was experiencing a lot of intrusive thoughts heavy emotions and it was almost like every single day was like a living hell because I was like trapped in a prison within my own mind, you know, yeah. thoughts, emotions. I didn't know how to deal with these things. And, you know, it's not taught in, it should be taught in schools, mental health, all that sort of thing. It should be like the number one subject because it's like the leading thing of suicides, yeah. depression, anxiety, you know, all that sort of shit. People can't escape their own heads. You know, you can suppress it. You can do all this sort of shit, but you can't get out. Yeah. Like it's a, um, it's an internal battle. And it's the hardest one anyone will ever face. But yeah, I was going through a lot of a lot of inner turmoil myself every single day and it cost me jobs, it cost me relationships, friendships, it cost me a lot of things because as as I said before, now that I can recognize it in other people, the only reason I can recognize it in others is because I was that person once. Yeah. You know, there was a point where I was projecting my inner world onto the external because, you know, there was so much turmoil going inside and I had I felt like I had no power. And so I was not angry at myself, but just like very, very frustrated. Yeah. And I felt like it was inescapable. That's honestly how it felt. Yeah. And there was a point there, as you know, I don't drink alcohol, do drugs, any of that. And, um, you know, I don't have anything against people who do that sort of thing. Just going to put that out there. But, um, it got to, a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it got to a point where it was like, um, you know, I was going through all this inner turmoil and I'm just like, like what do I do here I was at like a fork in the road I'm like do I just you know just like do what a lot of people do that I know would just like go out on the weekend and just drink their fucking lives away and take all these sort of drugs and just numb the fuck out of this inner inner hurt that I had yeah. going on and so I'm like do I do that and I'm like but I really don't want to go down that path I'm like that's not me and I'm, there has to be another way out of this it can't just be you know it can't just be the um, substance abuse you know what I mean? Um, so that was where I was at with that. And then I started reading a book on, it was a book on, I can't remember the name of the book, but it was on intrusive thoughts. And that was talking to, talking to me about like intrusive thoughts and all that sort of thing. But it actually quoted, it had a quote from Eckhart Tolle out of the power of now. And so I'm like, oh, well, that's a really good quote. Like I fell in love with the quote and that the quote was, you are not your thoughts and emotions. You're the awareness behind them. 
So I was like, okay. I'm like, that is, especially first seeing that, I was like, what do you mean? I'm not my thoughts and emotions. I'm like, yes, I am. Like, yeah. I was just every, especially in Western Western society where we're raised to believe you are your thoughts and emotions. Think right, think good thoughts, think positive, all yeah. this sort of thing. That's how everyone's raised. And I'm just like, what does that mean? So I'm like, I'm naturally very curious. So I've read the book, didn't quite understand the teachings, if I'm being completely honest. It was very in my perspective back then, very woo-ha, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, very like, yeah. very like out there. I was just like, this is like almost like, but I wasn't, I didn't have like a negative perception towards it because I really needed the help. So I had a very, very open mind because I was like, I need anything, anything that will help me, man. I just need it right yeah. now. You know what I mean? So, um, I started reading that and that taught me that, and this is through experience. Like I don't want, I've said this to multiple people, the teachings that I, I teach and want to start teaching in the future, I don't want you to believe me. I don't want you to take my words to be the gospel. I, this is something that you need to experience personally to truly understand it. Yeah. You know, I could sit here and say these things all day, but if you haven't experienced it, it's still foreign to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, um, that's where I was at with that. So I started reading this and it really introduced me to the um, realization that I wasn't my thoughts or emotions and it started with the thoughts. That's what I focused on at the, at the start. But it was like, pretty much was like, observe, you know, observe your mind. And I was like, observe your, like, how can you, because I'm, I thought that I was the mind, you know, I was the thoughts. But then I'm like, okay, well, you can actually, you know, you can actually like listen to the voice in your head. If you're listening to the voice in your head, who's the one who's listening? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, those, these are the questions I started to get into, like self-inquiry and um went started to go down that path and i was like okay well these thoughts because i was having some very intrusive thoughts about certain things not going to get into that it's obviously very personal but yeah, um no, that's okay. but um yeah so i was like i started to because i kept having these, these thoughts and thoughts and i couldn't stop them and then i was like i obviously don't want to think these thoughts right so if i don't want to think them why don't i just stop that was like one of the biggest things for me i was like why don't i just stop thinking about it and then i'm like hold on I'm not the one thinking these thoughts. These thoughts are merely um, appearing within the mind. I can't help what I think about. It's like, it's just a natural phenomena or like happening that uh, like things that arise within the physical body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now that makes sense now. Um, just put a pin in that though. Yeah. I do want to just bring up something. So I got a, you know, I got a NIDA for acting. Mm. And last term, our tutor Garth, he goes... He was talking about doing, uh, like when he was like getting taught acting Yeah. and his tutor was like, find that in a monologue. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what the fuck? I completely get that. What he's saying. Yeah. And, but I'm like, yeah, you're in a voice. And we're all like, yeah, you're in a voice. And he's like, I don't have a fucking inner voice. And there was another girl in the class that goes, I don't have an inner voice. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, sorry, this is just, um, I'm just going to fix this shit up. No, that's cool. Because I don't know what's going on. Oh, there we go. Full screen now. <laughs> um, yeah, so the inner monologue of like, some people have an inner monologue, some people don't. Yes, and I did not know that. Mm. I thought, I just thought everyone, because I have an inner voice, like it's always fucking talking. So do I. <laughs> and I thought, like, I think most people do, yeah. right? Um and yeah, and then it was like such a big debate and I was like, how the fuck do you think? Like, mm. <laughs> if you don't hear it, how the fuck do you know it's like... Is yeah. it almost like if they don't have an inner monologue? Because I know thoughts can appear in various forms. Well, yeah, I think they more appear in like 
images visual, for them. Visual yeah. representation, yeah. But mine appear in visual as well. Mm. Like, mine don't just appear as a voice. Like, I don't know. You know I just bit, thought, like, little... everyone thought the same, but they fucking don't. <laughs> what about what about this for a, um, for a perspective on that? What if everyone has an inner monologue, although those that believe that they don't are so identified with that inner monologue that they don't actually, they can't actually perceive it? Oh, because so they, they don't believe, hear any difference like it's because, just yeah like, they don't they can't necessarily listen to it because they think that that's them uh, and they think you know what i mean and the ones interesting and the ones that can hear it they have a slightly higher level of awareness yeah to the internal no that does make sense actually mm. oh so the ones that can hear it have a slightly higher awareness uh, well, I, I don't, don't know. know i can't i'll go with that yeah because well, i can hear mine all the fucking time <laughs> <laughs> mine never shuts the fuck up but yeah who, who am i to comment on that you know i don't know mm. what's going on in everyone's heads but that's exactly. just my bit of my theory but yeah they were like um yeah and we're like how like how do you act on things like do you think like do you think before you like act and then like like well yeah but we don't think in like hearing it in words like we just we just get the thought and we act mm. it's like I see a kid drowning in a pool. Like, it's not like, oh my God, you should go fucking save them. Fuck. Is it's, their parents around? Like, it's just like, yeah. kid drowning. Bang. Impulsive. You know what I mean? Just like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like... Automatic nearly. I'm like, fuck, I would have a full-on convo before I jump in that pool after <laughs> that kid. Like, it would be a full-on fucking argument in my head. Mm. Like, fucking, where are their parents? Fucking hell. Fucking dumb guns. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be like, fuck, you know, mm. jump in. But it would like, there'd be the same result, but it might just take longer to get there. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I found that very interesting. Yeah, no, that's a that's a really cool. And yeah, because when you were talking about like inner thoughts and that, I was like, have you, yeah, does everyone know this? Like, mm. I, don't know, I only found it out like fucking a few weeks ago. So yeah, I was like, fuck, I thought everyone had it. So, <laughs> anyway, so go on, continue no, on your awesome. spiritual journey. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was reading that book, and that really, really um, bring me to the realization that I wasn't the voice in my head. And that I know how absolutely crazy that sounds, you know, especially like I was very, um, I have known about this stuff and like, I've been very confident in these teachings and it's like, um, it's benefited my experience here, um, significantly, but I have only recently started talking about it because it is a very, it's like a, not a taboo topic, but it's like, you can very easily be perceived as someone who's lost it. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's see that's the crazy thing but isn't it these days is anyone who questions shit or takes shit in a deeper way than what they're taught by society and i mean even like taught by society but like oh you're only got taught with, you know like mm. no you're literally taught by society conditioned. how to fucking act conditioned. you are you're conditioned from birth yeah literally like a birth certificate is a fucking conditioning mm. like now you that motherfucker's got to pay tax yeah like, <laughs> well done yeah <laughs> you know um but like People, yeah, it's just crazy to me that things that just aren't the norm are just automatically, that's crazy. Exactly. Uh, you're a fucking crazy you, motherfucker. You, you know? need like, to question things, man. You do. You have to, 100% you have to question Don't things. Don't just take everything in and be I like... I mean, I touched on COVID last week. Yeah. <laughs> but anyone who's not questioning that shit, get checked, man. <laughs> get checked because you should be questioning the fuck out of that shit mm. because it's, it's shit's fucking fucked up man it's a bit and, sketch isn't it oh it's more than sketch <laughs> fucked full fucked but anyway i won't touch on that too much this week because i didn't want it to be about that but um but yeah i mean do you find that like do you find that from like what you post have has anyone actually this is interesting to me has anyone ever like messaged you and gone what the fuck are you talking about or like well or, or have you seen like unfollows like, massively yeah yes. so there's um there's definitely i've had a few people actually message me and be like 
you know, like, what are you talking about? This, all this stuff is bullshit, this, that. And you know what? I've never been someone to care about, like, I've never been someone who cares about what other people think. I've very, I've always had that, like, you don't like me? I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, I like me. That's all that matters. It's, and it's like, I'm massive on authenticity. Speak your truth, all that sort of thing. And like, if you honestly speak your truth and you be 100% authentically you, put on no social facade, put on no front, none of this bullshit. Because for one you have to maintain that shit and that is you're, you're going to come loose 100%. you know what I mean and it's just hard it's effort just 100%. be yourself and exactly. it's so be much yourself, easier don't lie because then you don't have to remember any fucking lies exactly time. exactly um, but yeah 100% totally agree with that mm. um, I actually remember <laughs> I won't just say their name <laughs> I fucking wish I could um <laughs> But message me. Mm. They probably will watch this. Who knows? Um, message me on <laughs> Facebook and went. I, I just messaging to let you know that I have to unfriend you. Really? Um, <laughs> I just don't agree with anything you post, and I think it's absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, blah 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 blah. Like no nice. Like take care. Just yeah, doing yeah. this because I don't want to. It was like a. I'm letting you know that I'm unfriending you, and I was like, oh, don't give up. Fuck. Yeah, let's like, let's <laughs> just do it. Like you think you're that amazing? Exactly. That you're. That you have to. Your absence to is gonna it. fuck my whole life up. Yeah. Like. And I just like laughed. I just fucking laughed at it because it was just hilarious. You to me. in this day and age, man, you have to. Like I'm sure there's multiple topics that mean you have completely opposing views on. Yeah. You have to accept that people are going to have different worldviews than you. Exactly. And you have to be able to, like, bro, I've got mates. We, the, the, our worldviews and everything that we stand for and all this sort of thing, completely opposite. But you know what? I look past that because we do have some things in common. There's certain things that make us just vibe together and we don't have to talk about the other things. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you like fucking, you like a diet, you like fucking Pepsi and I like Coke. We can't be friends. Yeah, like, who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah. Like, literally, who gives a fuck? I know. I have many, yeah, I have many friends with um, very opposing views or very indifferent views to me that just don't care for things I talk about. Hmm. And it just doesn't come up in conversation then. Like, yeah, it just exactly. Doesn't, like, it just doesn't bother me, you know? Like, exactly. But yeah, it is pretty crazy that people would put their whole friendship on. Exactly, like what? And so I think, I mean, I wouldn't say trivial because things that you know, obviously each other care about are obviously not trivial to them, but things that don't really change a friendship mm. and they'll put that friendship on that, you know, like. It's because they're. Nothing's personal against me, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, I think it, it comes down to a lot of, um, we're going a little bit off track here, but it's completely yeah, no, fine. it's okay. It's we, a podcast, um, it's meant to happen. <laughs> we're going, um, with the whole, like, the reason that a lot of people get offended in that sense is because, and you'll find that a lot of people place their sense of identity on things, right? On things rather than themselves. Exactly. So, yeah. like, for example, say someone, I'm just going to use football because it's a very, very good example. Right, so, say you have two people. One person goes for the Bulldogs, one person goes for the Eagles, right? Whatever. Fucking both. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, let's say they're a diehard Bulldogs fan and they find out their friend... Who they, who they both share the love of art for. They both share, you know, they like fucking all the same shit. But those football teams, and because they're so ingrained in that, you like Eels, I like Bulldogs. Bulldogs are fucking, yeah. fuck it, we can't be friends. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? It's I know. Just, it's, it is mental. It, it is, is mental. mental. Um, although when it comes to state of origin, I think that's where you draw the line. Um, no, nah, I'm really so kidding. I'll go for the blues. <laughs> I was actually talking to my mate. He's, a, I didn't know he was born in Queensland. And um, he's a, yeah, so... And he was showing me his Queensland jerseys and that. I went, 
I'm starting to rethink this friendship, man. He's <laughs> just staring him up, but I would never, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, be have the banter mm. and have hatred, like, well, sport hatred yeah, yeah. At, at, in the time of the game, but afterwards, you have a beer with them and you fucking... It's the same as when you play footy. Like, after, you could go and smash someone and you'll fucking have a bit of a blue and you punch him in the face and then afterwards you shake hands and it's mm. fucking all good. Like, you want to you talk about the real thing that divides people? Religion, bro. I'm not. Um, I'm personally not. And very, the government. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very personally like religious in the sense of like a god, uh, god and stuff like yeah, that. But I think um, me and you are quite similar in that. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely think that I don't know if you want to talk conspiracy, or whatever. But I don't know if um, it was designed to divide, but it does a very, very fucking good job at that. Like you speak to, even though every religion praises love, unity, all this, we are all one, equality, all that. They definitely don't practice it. Like it's yeah. like. It's my religion, and if you don't like it, you're wrong, and I'm yeah. right, and fucking what? What happened to unity? What happened to love? You exactly. Know? It's all like a I massive... Mean, if it was all about love, they wouldn't be raping Bro. little boys in the churches, would they? So... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no, there's, there's definitely some shit going on, isn't there? Oh, there's people, yeah, in every institution. I just said that. Don't get fucking offended, guys. It's all good. It's the truth. Like, you can't be offended by the truth. Um, well, you can't be, but you're the dead. <laughs> but no, I do agree. It is um it is a huge divide um in people. Um yeah, for sure it's one of those one of those big things. I think that um what else would you say would be a huge that causes divide? Fucking politics. Yeah, well politics is a big one. I mean, we really government is just a whole government's just mm. fucked. Um although I'd I would still rather divide with politics than live under a dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather people... But what's happening in America now is actually... Yeah, it's the worst it's ever been, mm. for sure, for sure. And the mainstream media is definitely a big part to blame for that, mm. um, for the hatred they drum up. Yeah. Trump supporters always get the bad rap, and <laughs> there are many Trump supporters who are absolute fuckwits. <laughs> There's many Biden supporters or Hillary supporters or fucking whoever exactly, else are absolute fuckwits. Um, but to blame it on one as the mainstream media basically did, um, yeah, I've never seen a divide like that. Yeah. The, the media, before. the media in general is very corrupt. Obviously not RVG media. That's, that's yeah. the go-to, but no. Um, what's not good? speak free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, the media, bro, it is like, it, it definitely has like a, um, I definitely like, personally, I am so not involved in the news or the politics. I am so out of the loop in that and call it ignorant call it whatever you wish i just do not it's not i don't care because you know you def i definitely should care for worldly topics that are gonna affect me it's just like mental health thing and like i'm big on like um uh like i'm picky on what i consume in terms of like books media all that sort of thing yeah. i don't want to watch the news that's just spilling hatred and fear and all that sort of shit into my mind yeah it actually affects the thoughts you have so well yeah there was actually a really there's a really good song from ziggy abbott's i think everyone knows i'm a ziggy abbott's fan <laughs> follows me i post about him a lot it's always the song i song i use on my um on my instagram stories mm. um but yeah, it's just basically about, um, well, it touches on COVID obviously, but also just like the media and, uh, the fear they bring in to people, um, and, and the divide it causes, mm. like basically, yeah. So if there's any song you want to listen to that touches on the topics we've yeah. sort of been, um, talking about, it's definitely that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it does. And especially at a time like this, there's such a divide 
based on what your view is on like the world issue at yeah. the moment. Like the only thing everyone talks about is fucking COVID. Mm. Um, but such a divide, man. Like huge. I've never seen it before. Hey, like mm. I've never seen, I've never seen people that chose not to wear a mask be treated like fucking criminals mm. for walking through the shops or sitting on a train or something like that. Mm. And people in a mask all like bending down like, why the fuck are you not in a mask? You know? Like, um, but yeah. Anyway, I keep touching the COVID. I didn't want to do that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of divide in the media, like, yes, we're seeing it Massively. every day now. So I can understand why you wouldn't want to watch, wouldn't want to watch the news. Um, I still look at the news. I actually really like looking. See, I study journalism, so yeah. I like looking at it and but going... You have to be involved. Well, yeah. Nearly, you know yeah. I mean? I mean, doing this now and that, yeah, I... I am, um, you know, I need to keep up, I yeah. guess. Um, but I look at it and I just fucking laugh, bro. Mm. Like, I just laugh because oh, it's just bullshit after mm. bullshit after bullshit story. And like, it's like, man, like the whole, you want to talk conditioning. News is the major, biggest thing of conditioning of like keeping, and I'm going to touch on like vibrational frequencies here, but like, it's all about paradigms, vibrational frequencies. They all go hand in hand, but like, if you say someone, so the masses, right? The masses watch the news religiously every day. Yeah. Most households, it's 6 p.m. I don't even know yeah. what time it's on, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they watch it every day. So yeah. every day they're getting that that daily reminding of like, this is going on, that's going on. House prices are going up. You need to buy a house. You need to sell all this bullshit just going in their head all the fucking time. So now their whole worldview is that based off like fear and all the, you know, because very, how often does the news, I don't watch it, but it, I'm pretty sure that they, they don't post much, post much fucking positive shit, do they? No, never. It's because negative for one, negative yeah. sells negative, a lot more. Po any positive stuff will come on like sunrise, but even that's all negative, you know, mm. a breakfast TV will be like a bit more, a bit, more <laughs> a bit more positive. We've got a funny weather guy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we fucking did our, did our good dude for the day before we pushed our propaganda. Um, but yeah, on a general basis, it's all fucking bad news, isn't mm. it? It's always bad news. Um, and then, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, if I didn't have to watch it, I mean, I don't have to watch it. That's probably not the right way to say it. Um, In a if, sense. If it didn't impact what I do mm. or what I want to achieve then I would just switch it off. That's what I'm saying. In yeah. a sense, you nearly do have to watch it because yeah. you're so involved. You have to be in the loop. And if you're not in the loop, you are like, you're just like outdated. Like yeah. how can you be in journalism and not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very correlated. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I think so. Yeah. I just wish, yeah. I just wish it was a bit more real, huh? real news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some fucking fake bullshit. Well, it's just like anything like news. It's like, in essence, it's a business, right? They sell views. Exactly. What sells like, exaggeration you know yeah. something might happen there might be i'm just exactly. gonna use some who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna pay for an ad spot in a fucking happy go exactly lucky fucking thing that no one wants to read it's not like no oh this guy won a race people aren't rushing to their tv covid it's rushing through yeah. like all this bullshit because oh shit like we're in danger we need to watch this i know but best thing i ever did straight danger. up was not watch that bullshit <laughs> yeah like yeah straight up i just to be honest it it actually um my parents split up whatever back in the day and um 
it was for a point there for a period of time i actually didn't have like access to tv so it was like uh, even if i wanted to watch the news which I, i'm pretty sure i used it when i was younger or whatever but even if i wanted to watch the news i couldn't even do it and then i just got ingrained in this habit to be honest i don't even have tv hooked up to my um i just Seriously? if i yeah, yeah if i want to watch anything it's just netflix, netflix but like it's yeah, 2021 yeah. <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know well i watch a lot of alternative news um, I must say, I look at I look at your news.com.au and you see mm. and that just to find out what the mainstream is fucking spewing today. Mm. Um, and then I'll watch, yeah, alternative news. I'm really into like Candace Owens. Mm. Um, come on my podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, all of those, all of those guys like Charlie Kirk, um, Ben Shapiro, all these like sort of conservative commentators or like alternative commentators. Mm. And there's a few like guys, I, especially for in regard to COVID, I follow quite a lot of people like tased way. Um, she's kind of like, a um, against mandatory vaccinations, and, mm. um, touches on that. She's been doing that for a really long time. Um, and I'd love to get her on here. Actually. I was actually thinking about messaging her on Instagram the other day. Mm. Um, but yeah, and there's a few other people, um, like Will Twiggy, uh, he's down in Melbourne. He's like a human rights activist. Mm. Um, he's held a few protests and stuff. So in terms of like seeing their stuff, I look at their stuff and it's not just cause I agree with them. Cause like some things they say, I don't actually like fully agree with, but I'll just be like, fuck, it's nice to like, if there wasn't, could you imagine in a time like this, if there wasn't social media, like I know that it's bad too. Like there's a lot of fucking negatives with the social power media behind the fucking massive corporations and shit that they would have. Hey, but, but yeah, exactly. If there was, if say if there was no, social there was no media, opposing view. And I mean, even social media, like it's hard these days, like you get shut down and that for giving an alternative cause it's pushing fucking mm. misinformation. Fuck off. Ban me against Zuckerberg, I dare you. Um, <laughs> but, but if that wasn't there at all, right, could you imagine, like, fucking Channel 9 and Channel 7 and the ABC just having full control over all media? Anything you read is them. And, exactly. Like, and, like, Rupert Murdoch with, like, you know, all his papers and shit. Um, that's all you'd get. That's fucking all you'd Literally, get. Literally, yeah. Like, maybe we would live in a more peaceful fucking zone because there'd be no one to fucking disagree with yeah like you wouldn't be able to disagree with it you'd just be like oh yeah it must be true but everyone's saying it that's the thing man like news and shit like that i'm massive on like um like obviously you know like the mind and thoughts and stuff like that and the way it correlates in my view to the news is for one the subconscious mind that gets um programmed and so if you want to talk like thoughts and stuff thoughts some thoughts arise from the subconscious mind right the subconscious mind is always like recording it's always anything, any conversation you have, any book you read, any movie you watch, it always goes in. You can't pick and choose what um, gets absorbed. And then thoughts, some thoughts arise from that. So say you're watching news every day and they're just putting fear and this and that in your head and your head and your head. And then thoughts arise within your mind, whatever. And then, especially if you're identified with the thoughts, they're not only going to be thoughts that arise within your mind, they're actually going to lead to actions. Because if you're completely identified with the body-mind, and you're identified with, and you think you're everything and you're you think you're the person who thinks the thoughts and whatever you all your thoughts that arise within the mind they're going to lead to the correlated actions and then the actions are going to have the correlated consequences and quite literally the unconscious will dictate your life yeah so if you want to go back to it the news will dictate your life and they choose how your life goes yeah and that's getting mad like string like conspiracy type shit but it's true like it, it is it is a thing of programming yeah you know what i mean yeah no i i think yeah i mean i think everyone's been programmed um, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Since yeah, day one, um, on how to think, what to eat, um, what to consume in terms of entertainment, mm. um, 
everything. Like, everything. And whoever thinks outside of that square that they've created, um, sh- like, as far as mainstream media is concerned, like, to them, we should be outcasted mm. and throw away the key. Like, a good thing, a good, uh, I guess, example of this is anti-vaxxers. Mm. Anti-vaxxer. That's such a negative fucking word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. For someone who just wants the choice mm. of what some motherfucker puts inside their body. Like, how is that like a crazy thing? I don't understand how that's a crazy thing. Exactly. Like it's it's your body. You do what you your want. Body. Type thing. You know what's funny to me is so many people I've seen like, just get the facts. Just get the facts. Are the same people who are like, abortion. You know, mm. my body, my choice. It's like, what What the fuck? Like, you can't have it both ways, yeah, man. Kind of, yeah. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like, if you're for abortion and you believe in, you know, the right to choose what happens to your body, mm. then you should be pro-choice for vaccinations mm. as well. Like, <laughs> like well, I'm just know, like, just... in my view, I'm... um. I'm not going to class myself as an anti-vaxxer or a vaxxer or anything. I'm not going to, I don't like to take sides, but I do like to, I do like to have free will and I like to be able to choose what I do and don't put in my body. You know what yeah, I mean? If yeah. I, That's where I'm at too. Yeah. For, I don't classify myself as an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. For any reason, if I don't want the vaccine or if I do want the vaccine, I want to be the one who chooses. I don't want yeah. it to be like, get your mandatory things or you're going to get fucking arrested. Like what? Like, you know, I know what I mean? I know. The, what is this? The Nazi and sorry, camp? I think I should just clarify really quick that I didn't mean I don't classify myself as an anti-vaxxer as though I, as though I don't agree with the sentiment of anti-vaxxers. I don't agree with the word anti-vaxxer. The terminology Yeah, used. I don't agree with the terminology used. I don't think anyone should be classified as an anti-vaxxer. Mm. I think we should all be classified as pro-freedom fighters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, because that's really what it comes down to is that it's, it's, it's just pro-choice. Like you're for freedom. Like you're for fucking deciding what happens to you. Like mm. I don't see how that's such a negative thing. I'll and, never understand that. And I fucking hate that. needles. I hate needles. I hate needles too. Shit. It's literally the only reason I haven't tried heroin yet. Oh, well, no. That's it. You're going to relax a little bit every now and then. No. <laughs> I'm only kidding. That's not the only reason. Because <laughs> it's a fucked up drug and I wouldn't do it. It's not exactly yeah, a party I drug. I try it, but before I die, maybe. If I'm like 90. On when I de- get to like 90, I'll be like, fuck it, you know. On the deathbed, get on the dirty H. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, they're like, fuck the morphine. Put that in me. <laughs> You get a spoon and a lighter. Fuck. <laughs> 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 ultimate, oh. ultimate pre-workout, bro. Yeah, yeah. Fucking dead. <laughs> Fucking hell. Pre-workout to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, that is interesting. That is interesting. Mm. Um, but let's touch more on... Let's delve really deep into the fucking... Sh- the shit... The, not, I shouldn't say the shit you post. The stuff you post. Yeah. Um, it's fucking interesting stuff. Do you want to bring up any as an example so they know what we're? As in, do you like, have any like saved on your phone that you can like? Bring I got up I got a lot in my um in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, done. Let's go. Let's I love this it. sort of thing. But um, yeah, yeah. So with the whole thing, as I said, I arose like um, came to self realization that I wasn't the thoughts, and then I got really good with that, and I just un- I really understood that. So at the start, I was really bad with it. I, I knew I wasn't my thoughts, but I still had a very toxic relationship with them yeah uh like i would cling to the ones that i liked and then i would resist the ones i didn't i'm just like oh fuck that like but what i came to realize is you have to um to truly experience this joy beyond 
the body mind so that's like beyond thoughts and emotions you can't pick and choose you can't cling to the positive and resist the negative because that's not how it works if you it's called the actual term is transcending duality so you actually have to go beyond good and bad okay yeah to what is it transcending 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 duality duality and that yeah that that could um that goes into a little bit of a deeper sense i'm just gonna write that down yeah that's fine only because i want to look more into that stuff Mm. Um, but yeah, cause I've kind of, yeah, I guess since last, I guess it was probably about October last year, I really started to get, I think I was kind of just wrapped up in day to day sort of shit. And then something happened in my life, um, that made me sort of go, Hey, fucking let's fucking delve a bit deeper into mm. my actual being and who I am and what I want out of life. And you know, and I started to, yeah, come to these sort of realizations. So that's when I started to get into this, um, stuff too. What was it? It was, uh, transcending duality. Transcending. So yeah, that's why I was also really keen for you to come on here because once I like saw the stuff you posted and it's so funny to me because you've always been quite a, um, like quite of a motivational sort of person Oh, for as long as I've known you, you have been. Um, and for a long time, because I wasn't that person and I didn't care for that, yeah. it fucking pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know I, what I, mean? I, I go with you. And I'll be like hundred percent honest with you. And now it's like looking back and it's funny cause I touched on this earlier, how you like your perception changes. Mm. And I look back on it now and I think fucking that's mad. That's hectic stuff mm. to be putting on social media. That's yeah. fucking mad. Like, no, instead I'm looking at some bitch at fucking Cranbar on a Saturday night <laughs> posting for the 40th time that year going great Saturday night and yeah. being like fucking like you know mm. and looking at your stuff and being like oh shut up mm. you know and it's like crazy to me now because I guess I've grown up and changed um but yeah the stuff you were posting was actually like yeah well I'll, I'll even touch on like my um intuitive that that sort of personal growth too where how I was very like in that whole sense of like motivation you know grind fuck sleep just work like all that sort of hardcore I can just grind entrepreneurial type mindset type shit. Yeah. And I still have aspects of that, but I've definitely with this, it's evolved and it's, it's evolved to heights that I'm personally really proud of because there's no longer like fuck sleep, work hard, like do all this. It's like, no, I'm going to rest and then I'm going to be my best self tomorrow and I'm not going to work hard. I'm going to work a little bit smarter and I'm not going to, you know, hustle my ass off to get this. Well, that's also hard work is incorporated into anything, but I'm going to, um, I'm going to act in a way that actually like attracts that into my life and a mass like spirituality has changed my views and like just whole way of being completely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, cause yeah, I look at it now and I'm, I guess because I've reached a certain point in my life where things are starting to come together mm. for me. Um, I've worked hard to, to, you know, finally get some fruition with shit i've you know either gone to uni for Mm. or worked hard for or studied and um and now i'm seeing that it it does give you a much better mindset um i guess a better outlook on what can be achieved if you just with your mind exactly and um because yeah you can work as hard as you want but if you don't have the right mindset to it like you fucking you may as well put the tools down like (laughs) like, if you have no yeah set you know i know people who bust their ass every day for 60 years and they end up really with fuck all like Mm. it's also like um, hard like i am not an advocate against hard work like no i work me neither i'm massive on you you must work hard to make it in to do anything in life i really do believe that 
Uh, but you've also got to work hard in the right area. Yeah, and it's like, where is that? Where is that? Um, where is, it's all about the place from where it's coming from. Like, I'm massive on hard work. I'm like, I work fucking eight to ten hours a day as a tradesman. I run a business on the side, like gym. Oh, I love hard work, man. Yeah. I, I thrive on it. Routine, all that sort of stuff. But it's all from like. For the ma- the main thing that's changed for me is where is that coming from? It's no longer coming from a place of like, let's use the gym for example. I used to like, you know, go to the gym, work out, you know, and it was like, okay, like working out, it used to sort of be like for social media, you know, like, oh, to build my thing of like, fuck, that guy's ripped, all that sort of shit and what other people will think and a little bit of like um, the perception that women will have of me and all that sort of thing. And now it has nothing to do with that, but I'm still working just as hard and that's now it's coming from a place of, I genuinely love myself and I enjoy to have a really good body. I enjoy to be healthy. Uh, um, I, I deserve to be healthy. Yeah. Right? Uh, so I eat healthy because I deserve to be healthy. I don't put shit in my body because I deserve my. I deserve to have a great body. It's coming from a, very, a much better place, a place of self-love instead of a place of self-hatred. Yeah. Because before it was almost like, oh, look at my body. It's so shit. I have to work out. Now it's like, no, I love myself and I deserve to have a really good body. Yeah that's yeah it's just different perception isn't it um that's growth man mm. that's growth um no that's cool that's really cool um yeah i've put on like fucking a few kgs again no no stress man it's not i lost 20 last year and i reckon i've put on a half of that again <laughs> <laughs> oh it's fucking hard eh it's not easy. I don't know. You're probably looking at me like, shut up, cunts. No, nah, it's, it's, everyone's, you know, every, everyone's different. And um, it's my, my biggest thing is for like anyone who wants to change anything, you, it's not a, um, I don't necessarily agree with people who are uh, goal focused in certain areas, especially for the gym and stuff. I spoke to a couple of people, a couple of kids and stuff that are like sort of come to me for advice and they're just like, you know, oh, I can't wait till I reach 80 kilos, like, and I get ripped. And, oh, whoa, once I get six-pack abs, man. I'm just like, okay, but, like, even if you get the six-pack abs, the six-pack abs, and you reach 80 kilos, everything has to be maintained. Businesses, bodies, everything. It's not about reaching a goal. It's about changing and um, really adapting, like, who you are as a person to incorporate that into your lifestyle. Yeah. Who cares if I can reach 80 kilos of lean mass if that's not who I am? And if yeah. it's just reach that goal and go back to my old lifestyle, it's going to reverse. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. We're talking about long, like, um, long term, man. I, I don't care about the next year, two years. While I do, I'm massive on like living in the present moment. But you want to make change? Let's change who you are. Let's change your lifestyle. Yeah. Like, that's where it's at. Yeah. And change now, you mm. know? Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest. Yeah, especially with diets and stuff, people will always be like, "Oh, let's wait I'll w- on Monday. On Monday, I'll do that." Mm. So why? Well, you just went vegan. Let's let's talk yeah. about that. <laughs> I did not want to bring that up. Oh my god! I guess I don't know how long it's gonna last. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Trial and error. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I well, I did. I watched um, I watched some documentaries. Um, don't worry, I'm not gonna go steal pigs off farms and shit. Um, I'm not that sort of person. Um. But yeah, just on a personal level, I don't really care what other people do. Um, you know, everyone's their own person. Um, That's an awesome point to have. The whole yeah. you can you can have the highest ambitions. You can be like massively into the gym and massively into this politician or whatever. Yeah. But doesn't mean you, you force that on others. You yeah. Know what I mean, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, for myself, I've watched a few documentaries. Seaspiracy was a big one for me. Um, just watched that on Netflix and I was like, this is fucked. <laughs> uh, if anyone hasn't watched it, fucking please check it out because it's actually 
fucking top notch. Mm. Like it's really, it's such a good documentary and everything in it is true. It doesn't just go with one thing. It shows you the hypocrisy of, of environmental groups and things like that. Like for instance, this is a crazy stat. I think it was now like, don't definitely quote me on this cause it was a quick thing they put up, but I'm pretty sure it was plastic straws kill a thousand, uh, sea turtles worldwide mm. in a year a thousand right which is a lot it's still a lot mm. fucking fishing nets and yeah I think it was just fishing nets and like yeah obviously that coming from commercial fishing mm. um, kill 250,000 fuck every year just in the US alone that's mental eh just in the US alone so and where there's all this push for and all this straws. yeah and exactly and that's what I was showing What's every negative story about a sea turtle being mm. in the media? Plastic straw, like it getting a plastic straw put from its nose and shit like that, mm. or it choking on it, or whatever. And also, fishing nets make up, um, like I think it's fifty five percent of all the world's ocean. Uh, the the all the world's oceans plastic. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, fucked. Eh? Yeah, they're ble- like single use plastic. Fair enough. Mm. But if they want to actually stop a problem, then. I get the whole supply and demand thing of, like, fishing or whatever, but... It's fucked. Do you, have you watched Seaspiracy? No, I haven't, so I can't comment on that, but... Gotta watch I it. I think, personally, from personal thing, it's pretty fucking inhumane. The, the, the way they fish, just... What do they do? Just drag the whole net on the bottom of the thing, hey? See, that's fucked. That's... Like, where the fuck's the fair yeah. game? Where yeah, the fuck's the fair fun. game in that? Um, Alarme. Yeah, I better turn a few of those. Better off. take the pill. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> on a bit of a schedule. <laughs> Do you reckon every time you hear a phone, an alarm on a girl's phone, it's always when they've got to take the pill? Fuck. I don't know. You I've know. seen that happen before. Multiple times. It's probably a good idea they take it too. Um, <laughs> especially in the Hawkesbury. <laughs> I know a few too many people who've had a few too many kids, a few too many years young. About <laughs> <laughs> each of their own. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that, that to be honest bro having a kid would change like it would change oh, your life change drastically. You. I know. my mate Corey had a kid um his second one's on the way um and totally changed him for the better for mm. the better 100% for the better he moved to WA got a job in the mines me and him used to just party mm. all the time and just do stupid fucking shit and <laughs> now he's yeah now he's smartened up and it really forces you to well. mature doesn't it the kids oh, well, I think it would have to eh Fuck it would have it. to um but yeah, uh, kids are awesome, but mm. kids are so cool. Yeah. I actually have quite a few friends now with kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked, man. I'm like, am I at that age now where it's like normal? Like, I think yeah. I am. <laughs> it's fucking normal, man. Nah. Oh, anyway, from what I said before, that was a total joke. If mm. you do have a kid and you're young, like that's fucking totally fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I was just fucking with, <laughs> I, know, I know people are going to watch this and get, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but no, I was kidding. I was kidding. Um, but yeah, so, but yeah, man, having a kid would be fucking weird. Mm. I couldn't see myself. With just a, a complete life changer. Like complete. It would. Life it would change all my goals. Just my whole trajectory of life would be like. Boo-boo. Yeah, I think same with me. It would definitely change like how I thought my life would end up. Well, maybe not. Look, I want to travel. How does that? You know, you have a kid and stuff. Like, just put it on a little. You could still do it. It just very like limits you. Like the hangover with fucking... What if you go clubbing Carlos? in Ibiza? Where does the kid go? Fucking on you. <laughs> just just, just party. Just party. And then it's just like... <laughs> Loves it. in its mouth. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
with every other cunt with a dummy in their mouth because they're like chewing their gum. Yeah, I think they. It's gonna say they have a dummy for a little bit of a different yeah, reason, yeah. but they'll be like trying to steal it off the baby. Oh, who's that cunt? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of Death <laughs> Yeah, literally. Any rave ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for fucking 100%, man. Yeah, that would be a weird, weird realization. But it does. I think it, do- it would make you grow up mm, that's very cool. quick. Um, definitely matures people. Probably for the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know many people with kids that haven't become good people or better people exactly than they yeah. Were. because yeah. they're like okay well this kid is now my responsibility exactly i think most people smarten up and the people who don't and they don't look after their kid properly well you know they didn't deserve to have the kid in the first place really mm. so um but yeah no it's interesting mm. that's a cool thing do you want kids are you gonna have kids definitely life? definitely fuck yeah. yeah i want a tribe yeah, <laughs> straight up I do, bro. Fuck, because there's uh, yeah, we're dwindling on the Gorsies around here, nah. aren't we? Bro, do you, know, <laughs> do, you, do you know how many siblings my dad had? How many? It was one of fourteen. Oh my god, bro! I want at least six. Fucking, how many cousins do you have? Oh, you're probably related so to half many. of Australia. Fucking probably. Fucking, be careful, you fuck. <laughs> Mate, don't worry about me. For I one, know. I'm dating girl. an Aussie girl. Yeah. And I have it. a rule. I have a rule. A little don't stupid date. rule. No what girls. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, like, to an extent. Because, man, you know, you, none you is never not, do know. None is not around anymore to do the family tree check. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to get old Tasmanian here, so. <laughs> yeah, don't want your kids coming out with six fingers and fucking. Bro, fuck that. That'd be like the they worst. should be picking apples at Bilpin. Imagine something. finding the love of your life and then find out she's your second cousin. Oh. It's my nightmares, man. That would be fucked. Although I suppose, suppose the royal family sort of like that, aren't they? <laughs> They're all related in a way, aren't they? <laughs> Probably, I don't know. I think they are. Pretty sure Prince Philip was like cousins with Queen Elizabeth. Keep the bloodline pure. Egyptian type shit. That's it, man. I love when they call like people like Kate Middleton like a commoner. A commoner? Like she's a commoner. She's got like degrading. three family members with like a billion dollars. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> righto. Fucking commoner. <laughs> Fuck off. Come to the Hawks where you'll find some real fucking commoners, mate. <laughs> Nothing but kings and queens around here. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of kings here. Takes the radio right there. <laughs> That's where we film it, by the way. You didn't know. I did mention that last week. Um, so let's talk about RVG Media. Mm. When'd you start it? How'd you start it? Yeah. And you're still going with it. Yeah. And where do you want to end up with it? Alright, so I started it in 2018, I believe. 2018, that was when I was, um, in that point in time, there was a, um, I didn't, I had really, truly had fuck all friends. Like, I was known by no one, you know what I mean? I was just like, all I did was literally work, carpentry, gym, home, work, gym. Anyway, I, um, I got a message of Ryan Morgan one day, one of my mates, and he's like, he's like, him too. yeah, he's like, he's like, come to the city. You, um, he's like, come to the city. We're going to take some pictures. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I literally bought a camera like a year ago. It was sitting on the shelf, this shitty little nicking thing. And uh, they're like, all right, come shoot. I'm like, all right, chuck the camera on auto, bro. Fucking went out, shot, had the best time of my life, man. Like truly fell in love. Like we done like Urbex and whatever. That yeah. Cringy shit. We are like 18, but, um, genuinely had a lot of fun and I've always been business minded entrepreneurial minded like how can I monetize this and yeah. like I was like holy fuck I was like this is really fun anyway a week later I spent $600 on a um, Canon Canon 60D it was okay yeah 
and then started shooting with that, loved Canon, and then the week after that, I spent 6500 on a um, <laughs> Canon 5D Mark III. Fucking hell. Really kitted up, and I was like, you know, I'm going to make something of this, and every, bro, I had so many people telling me, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you spend that much money on a camera? It's just a hobby, this will pass, this, yeah, that. No, well. I'm just like, I want to make, like, I want to make something of this. They're like, there's already event photographers, there's always this and that, I'm just like... But you can be the best. One. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to do events. To be honest, that was in in the, in, in the beginning. I was like, I want to do portraits. I like portraits, so um, I started doing portraits, and then someone messaged me, and they were like, um, "Hey, like, have you ever done an event before?" I definitely hadn't done an event before, but I was like, "Yeah, I've done an event." Like, <laughs> so I was like that, and um, I went out there. It's always good to lie. Oh, you, when like, it comes to business, fake it till you make it in, in a sort of way. Man. But um, my so, resume is all fucking bullshit. <laughs> So I went out to this. I went out to this event. It was a twenty-first. I shot the event. Absolutely everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. You know, all my pictures were very overexposed from the waist up, underexposed waist down. Um, all this sort of thing happened. I was very like, I wasn't like as socially. Um, I wasn't very social. You know, to everyone, I wasn't talking as much as you should as a as a photographer. You really have to be a social butterfly. Yeah. Like you have to talk to everyone, and if you don't. No, it's like you have to just build that connection. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, so I did that first event. At the time, I was actually banned on Facebook for some stupid shit that I did. Uh, and um, so I couldn't even post the pictures. Oh, so then no. there's like a two-week wait and all this. Just everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. And then after that event, I actually said to myself, I said, you know what? Events aren't for me. I'm not doing them anymore. This isn't my line of photography. And then I had someone else message me for an event after that event. And I'm just like, oh, well, I'll do them. Like, I'll, I'll get a bit of money for tonight. Did it. Went really well. I was like, mm, okay. And then I started doing more events and started improving. And then just like upgraded gear and really like math. I was like obsessed, man. First year, everything. I was every night studying how can I get better, this, that. Um, yeah. And now I've shot about 150 events. Absolutely love it. Like business is fucking yeah, wow. booming. 150 events. That's a lot, man. That's Bro, a lot. like business is well that's how i first met you yeah yeah and i I love it like it's um when i'm when i'm shooting i truly feel like in my element i love i love being social i'm very extroverted in this in that sense and in that setting just love talking to people yeah it's really i mean i had a bit of a taste of it last night yeah so it was good flood relief and you do feel like a fucking, you do feel like a sick cunt, don't you? That's really like, fun. You walk around with a camera, automatically you feel like a sick cunt. Like, <laughs> I, I just... will stop your nose from funny. Like, yeah, it's just like awesome to, um, it's awesome the places that it takes you to. You know, like just last weekend alone, I went on a, uh, like a cruise ship on like Sydney Harbour, done a 20, dual 21st there. And then the next night I was in, um, uh, where was I? Near Darling Harbour again, like Piermont or something. And I done a like fortieth there, like there's like really high like ballers there, man. Like everyone was developers, and I was like, wow. I was like, I can't That's believe so that sick. I'm getting paid so much money to hang out with these people, take pictures of them, and man. As I said before, I'm very business minded. I'm not just hanging there doing my photography. I'm networking, man. I'm talking yeah. to everyone. Cards, this, that. Who are you? Can I get your number? Yeah, this. yeah. Just building, man. I was like that last night. Eh? Yeah, fuck no. You got to be, man. That's yeah. it's not. Yeah. It's not what you know. It's who you know. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, I've got this gig now that I do full time mm. uh, a lot because of who I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my friend is our editor um, at the paper I work for as well. So um, yeah, I went to uni with her. So very cool to have those connections. I mean, it's not like, Oh, you know, so like, yeah, fucking you'll just get the gig. Like you've got to be talented as well, obviously. Exactly, man. Um, but if you got the talent, that's the next step yeah. to it is knowing people and 
going out of your way to meet people and talk to everyone. Just talk to everyone. Gift of the gab, man. You've got to be able to talk. 100%. You can... I, personally, I know amazing photographers and they tried to dabble in the event photography game. I'm not going to name any names, but I know some fucking phenomenal photographers and just because they're a little bit more introverted... They didn't. They didn't quite stick it because you can't. You can't be in the corner of the room and hoping someone comes up to you. You need to be able to approach the motherfucking scariest looking guys. The, you know, the girls that just look like they would fucking just reject the fuck out of you for anything. You know, you have to be able to just be rejected. I sometimes when I walk up to people, especially in like some sketchy clubs and stuff like that, and I'm like, "Do you want a photo?" They're like, "The fuck, we want a photo for me." Like, fuck, I'm like, cool. It's cool. Like, don't take it personally. Yeah, it's, yeah. And that's you have to have that attitude because if you take shit to heart, you will. Hundred percent. You'll fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's cool. So, where do you want RVG to end up? Like, where? What's the big, the main goal um, for it? Yeah, well, definitely want to stay in the line of events, but in terms of like, you know, I'm 21 now, and so like. I still want to do birthday parties and stuff like that, but I don't want to be like a 40-year-old photographer shooting 16ths. Like, I feel like there's, there is a bit of a... You need to have a connection to the demographic, in a sense, you know? Otherwise, it just really doesn't gel, right? But, um, yeah, so I would like to move into weddings. That's my end sort of goal. Big money. Yeah, th- money too. But, um, yeah, just like just capturing those moments for the people. It is. It's good. It's, yeah. And just weddings rewarding, man. Rewarding. Yeah. Not, not Literally not even money, but like obviously the money's involved. But like just the whole thing of like, oh my fucking like you captured the best moment of my life. I yeah. love these photos. Yeah. That is so like rewarding, man. Yeah. I love that. That is cool. I mean, I was just, my brother just got married um, first weekend of May. And... Like, we took these, yeah, it's just some of the photos they took. I was like, fuck, that's awesome, man. Mm. Like, you'd love to be that photographer. It's you art, would fucking man. love it's, it. It's yeah. honestly phenomenal. Because some of the photos are just fucking beautiful, eh? Mm. And I'm like, fuck, man. And I, was, I got to see all that because I was in the wedding party. You mm. know, I was best man, so I was in all of the photos. But I got to see, like, the moments of them, too. And, yeah. And then when you see it, like, you see lots of wedding photos on Facebook and that. But, like, to see it get taken and then see it you know the final product exactly it's like wow that's like they can turn they can turn that into that like how you know crazy crazy gotta be super talented but um but yeah no that's cool man Mm. that's cool fucking you're a little fucking hustler um that's mad that's yeah that's really cool um so other than that so you still you're you're a carpenter are you yeah yeah Yeah, carpenter full full time yeah and then RVG on the weekends. RVG on the weekends, yeah. I definitely want to open up. Do you sleep up. at all? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I um, I have a very good time scheduling. I'm yeah. very, very big on that. Time yeah. scheduling weekly, monthly. And, you know, just like you have to. Because if you don't, um, I'm prone to like procrastinate if I don't set a, set a, you know, a schedule. So I'm like, you know, I've got a podcast with Matty G here. And then on the gym after. And then, you know, go home, cook. You have to really set it out. You set intention. I'm big on intention. Because yeah. if you don't, fucking life will happen and you just don't do anything yeah you know what i mean i know i'm the same actually especially now more so than ever with everything going on i fucking hardly have time to breathe but um (laughs) but if i don't set out exactly what i need to do and when i need to do it Mm. i'm fucked like i'm straight up i'll forget something i'll I'll fucking just not do something. I'll be like, oh, well, fuck it. I'll do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you get lethargic and you get lazy. And um, yeah, but to have like a set thing every day, waking up like this, is what I got to achieve today. This is what I got to do. This, mm. this, 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 this at this time. Um, oh, I've been called in to do this. This is very careful, but I'll fit this in here. Adaptability. Yeah. You've got to be adaptable, man. Massively. Bro. People like I set schedules. 
there has not been one day that the schedule goes exactly as I planned. Yeah. You know why? Because life happens. Every single day life happens. I know. Someone needs this happens. Someone needs, like you. And you to have the to people work with life. To the people who are like, oh, I'm just, I'm just so busy, man. It's a, oh, bro. No, you're not, man. People you're who not tell busy, me, you're lazy. People who tell me they're busy, I say, plan out your day. To the hour. may yeah. seem monotonous or whatever, but I just want to see what you're so busy with. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I work. I'm like, okay, that's eight hours. What are you doing with the other, bloody, what is it, 16? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, well, I guess, like, yeah, because they're like, I've got to go home and cook. Okay, well, there's two hours. You still got this many? Like, they're just like, oh, well, because when you actually plan it out, uh, I got this off Elon Musk, time boxing. You have a lot more fucking time than you think, and you can achieve a lot more than you think in 24, Heaps in 12 hours. Like, yeah, he was more time than you think. Just excuses. Um, it is just excuses. 100%. And I mean, we're all guilty of it, yeah. I think. Um, I'm, I know I am. Mm. You know, you'll think, fuck, I wish I had more time to do that. And you'll be like, fuck, I just spent an hour on my phone in bed. Yeah. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Phones like, are killers, yeah. Yeah, biggest killer. I mean, I do a lot on my phone as well mm. for different things like this podcast and things like that and promoting stuff. and. Mm. Um, but a lot of the time I waste just fucking around on yeah. there and going through Instagram and going through Facebook or messaging people that I don't really need a message. Or, mm. um, yeah, things like that. But um, hmm, no, it is interesting. Um, yeah, I think everyone needs to get better at time management. Yeah. And then the world would just be fucking ticking along a lot, yeah. a lot better than it, than it is. I think people um, people underestimate what they can achieve. I, I agree. Like, yeah. I, I'm... Literally, like, working full-time now. I've got RVG Media going, and I, I'm thinking about opening up a third thing. Like, I want to um, find some... I'm not sure what platform I'm going to use, whether it's going to be, like, a um, like a course or, like, just YouTube podcast sort of things. But I've genuinely... All this sort of, like, spiritual stuff that I've learned, just... Be, I genuinely really want to teach others. Even if they... Even if I get labeled as fucking whatever, crazy or whatever. For one, yeah, I'm only going to get labeled that because where i'm teaching eastern type teachings in a western society so that's expected but yeah i want to find some sort of way to get this message across and i don't even know if it's going to be monetized for now like obviously i've got bills and food that i need to buy to eat all that shit but like um i just want to really start on this sort of thing because just also like contributing i, lo- I love to contribute i love yeah. to help others and i want to be the person that i wish i had when i was going through those times yeah like i was bro and with mental health, let's talk mental health a bit. In my darkest points, you know, everyone says it's not weak to speak this, that, like, oh, message me if you want, message me if you need. Bro, when you're in the midst of depression or when you're in the midst of a depressive state or like just in the lowest point, you do not want to message anyone. You do not even want to get up off your chair, bro. You'll be laying down on your chair like, yeah. And you feel like a burden, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, you do. Um, And especially it's even worse if you do reach out to someone and and you don't get the response. They that brush you, it off. Yeah. Not that they, yeah, it's not even that they brush it off, but sometimes you get a half heart, like half ass response. And, and that's not on them, right? Mm. It's not their job to be your fucking counselor. It's not, you know, but when you're in that state, if you do reach out and you do get not the response you really kind mm. of wanted or it didn't really help or whatever it may be, it can really put you in that mindset of I'm never reaching out to anyone again. Exactly. You, know? you tried once. And yeah. You, you yeah. tried once and I'm not going to put myself through that again. That was mm. too embarrassing or it was too much. Yeah. Too much of a failure or whatever it may be. Um, for me now going through it a bit more, as soon as I get inklings of, of any of that, um, I do reach out before mm. it gets to that point yeah, of that you don't want to talk to anyone. Mm. Um, cause yeah, that does, um, Obviously, it does help. I'm a big believer in it does help, but you've got to hit it early and you've got to yeah. really like 
and you've got to really knuckle out what it is that's making you upset. Um, sometimes there is nothing. Sometimes it's just a fucking like it, it is a chemical imbalance, right? Yeah. You, do you believe in that or we can we can touch on that definitely? Okay. Yeah. Because um, yeah, for me, I think if you, once you go through it, you start to get inklings that it's sort of affecting you or how it's going to affect you. Um, and I think if you just reach out really quick, uh, it can really help. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can. Yeah. Um, as long as they're a good friend and you can trust them. Mm, and they exactly. give good advice. And, yeah. Well, even in the sense of like you said before that, um, you know, they're not your therapist, whatever. I like how, because personally before I even learned about these teachings, I was always there for people. But if someone came to me saying, hey, Ricky, like I'm, um, I'm experiencing really negative thoughts, really heavy emotions, like they come to me, I, what, like, I was never taught, like, I don't even know how to, I didn't even know how to handle my own emotions and thoughts. How am I meant to help them? Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not actually taught how to do that stuff. So when someone comes to us, yes, we can comfort them, comfort them. I'm here for you, but we don't actually know how to help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though being there for someone, just their presence alone does a lot. You yeah, know what I mean? It definitely does do a lot. The support. Yeah. Just, just to feel that there's someone out there who either, it, just to be understood. I think that's what majority of people want the most mm. is to be understood um and to feel like they're not you know alone in those thoughts or that they're not experiencing something that other people haven't experienced before as well um yeah i guess that's yeah i guess let's just get some uh, stigma around the whole mental health thing off the off the chest everyone no matter what anyone says no matter how positive a person is everyone experiences negative thoughts everyone experiences negative emotions and everyone goes through dark times even though a lot of people don't talk about it, especially social media, it's like a highlight reel. No it one's gonna, no one's gonna post sure. about how sad they feel. So don't, like, don't fall into the habit of comparison because it's, you know, you're not comparing yourself to them. You're comparing yourself to their, their altered highlight reel version of them. That's massive, man. Like people, yeah. that's the whole thing of like. That's why a lot of people don't reach out. They feel alien. They feel like they're going through this alone no everyone experiences this shit i'm a yeah. very positive person i've experienced the darkest times of my life everyone experiences it that's that that was a big thing for me like i'm not the only one going through this sort of stuff everyone experiences shit like this yeah like we don't feel alone you know like we're all here yeah with the same sort of and that's what social media has done i guess hasn't it it's created this this f fucking bullshit Massively. it's a bullshit world Massively. it really is and if you're feeling like shit my biggest advice is get the fuck off social yeah. media. Just fucking get off it. Like, who, who posts when they fail to tests? Yeah. Who posts when they fucking didn't buy that car because they don't have enough savings? So, yeah. Like, or, yeah. Or, no one, man. It's, yeah. That's the thing. It's fucking, it's ridiculous. But see, I try with my social media, I try to be fucking authentic as possible. I, I, I put videos up and posts about like how I'm feeling, things I've gone through, this, that, just to push that, like just to push that thing of like, I'm like, we're real. This isn't some bullshit that, oh, I go to the gym seven days a week. I never miss a day. And yeah. I, I work out all the time. No, I sleep yeah, in every now yeah. and then. You know, I miss workouts. I fuck up. I eat bad. Fuck all this shit, man. I'm human. Everyone's human. We all yeah. fuck up. Like, yeah. it's not a, um, it's not a, no, no one is as perfect as they portray themselves to be. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah. I mean, it is, it's such a, it's such a comparison world we live in now where it's like, Oh fuck! Like most of the brands these days become big brands because some fucking dumb bitch on Instagram's <laughs> using it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, dumb cunt. Like fucking. Oh, they use it, so I'm gonna go out and spend fucking sixty dollars on a fucking thing that I can get on fucking 
you know Bro consumerism <laughs> like yeah you know like it's just it's so dumb like oh like oh what's an example i'm trying to think of an example without like you know talking shit about an actual brand um <laughs> no i feel you don't even need to mention an example like it's so it's so apparent and like, yeah like some shitty fucking active wear or something like it fucking costs you 150 dollars that's the same fucking material as the shit that costs you 20 bucks exactly like, um but i'll buy that because fucking so-and-so who was on fucking the bachelor is fucking wearing it like don't is, bro know? don't go broke trying to look rich exactly. that's one of my biggest things like yeah. oh yeah i can be like to be honest i could have the most money amount of like most money in the bank i could have fucking investment property stocks all this fucking shit going on for me for one i don't like to talk about that stuff with people i don't like to brag about financials or anything like that it's just not who would, like money's important yes but i don't want people to perceive me yeah. associated with the money you know what i mean and know how much you've got yeah like that's that. that's yeah. that's one of my like my main private things just yeah. money man because i don't like you know people are envious for one there's a very envious world in some sense and um or yeah a user a user world people would you know yeah could come in uh, like i mean rich people rich fucking people mm. have a lot of people hanging on them because they're fucking rich and bro i love when that money fucking- dries up they'd go yeah mm. you know so. i love wearing humble ass clothes bro it's fucking mad like i you know i like a good shirt every now and then don't get me wrong yeah i mean i wear <laughs> i wear nice things but, <laughs> but i fucking work hard and yeah. i buy it you know so and i don't i don't buy it just because it's like a oh, brand or something mm. right because it like, looks like fresh shit you if know? you yeah you yeah, genuinely like it like it yeah a lot of people will dress in certain brands to portray themselves as a certain individual yeah. or uh, try and portray themselves as a set wealth category when in reality, look at Bill Gates, bro. He dresses in fucking nothing. I know, I'm pretty sure you don't like Bill Gates. I but this whole fucking hate <laughs> Yeah, I thought so, I thought so. But like the, the, the richest people dress the fucking, like those people with gold chains and all this shit. I know. Half the time, man, that's, fake money. that's their life savings on their neck. Like, yeah, I know. I know. It's like, I remember... A mutual friend of ours, but we won't say who it is. Mm. <laughs> um, used to say, "Oh man, like I want to, I want to get those Gucci shoes." I know who it that. is. <laughs> we won't say it. <laughs> no, anyway, no, but <laughs> good guy. I genuinely love him. Yeah, I, I fucking love. True death. True death. Like yeah. best mate. Fucking. Yeah, legend. Friends for a fucking very long time. But <laughs> no one makes me laugh. I'd go. I'd go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got a thousand in the bank. Mm. And you want to buy $800 fucking shoes. No. You're fucking crazy, man. Exactly. You're crazy. Yeah. You know who's buying those shoes? People who are making $10,000 a week or $20,000 mm. a week, but they can just get rid of that. Like, mm. it's it's a percentage sort of thing, you mm. know. That, well, that's how I look at things anyway. Like, mm. If I make, you know, 50 grand a year, I can go on a $10,000 holiday that most other people but who are making $10,000 a year might go for a weekend away. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, I don't know. I just see everything as, like, a percentage sort of thing, like you know buy what you can yeah afford I'm, I'm big on like um minimalism and like i'm very like anti uh materialistic like i've very like i don't um i'm not saying you do so don't take this as this but yeah, like no. i don't i don't get joy out of like sure i love some nice material things and all that but i'm not like i need that new car like because that'll make me feel good and i'll like i'll show you why like feelings and shit don't really affect what i do in life because yeah. as i said before i'm like view them objectively sort of thing so my joy comes um it's like my joy is like a natural joy and it comes beyond thoughts and emotions so it doesn't matter what's going on realistically because it's like (laughs) yeah but yeah we you were talking about um uh 
imbalances in terms of chemi- chemical imbalances. Yes, chemical imbalances. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Because I know there's been like a bit of a debate on that. Um, if it's actually like true or not, mm. or whatever. I mean, I mean, the science is there. That's true. I believe there is. Yeah. Um, but I also don't believe that drugs should be the answer to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah. So I definitely definitely think chemical imbalancement is a true thing. Yes. You know that's it's scientifically proven. You, anyone who kind of says anything against that is like yeah really I mean, like, like the, the science is there. This sort of like the Scientology fucking mm. like like anxiety. What's his name? Tom Hanks. anxiety depression they're very very real things and a lot of my messages may come across as like you know like oh just don't worry about your thoughts like they're not real sort of thing but it's not like that fucking anxiety depression thoughts like that they can fucking destroy you so don't take it like i'm think saying just like don't worry about them like that what i'm saying is it doesn't matter it doesn't necessarily matter what your neurosis is and neurosis i'm referring to thoughts emotions sort of thing doesn't necessarily matter what they are the main thing is your relationship towards them so you could have the most negative thoughts or you could have the most positive thoughts you could have the heaviest negative emotion or you could have the most joyful light feeling it doesn't matter because as i said that's still in duality you need to to truly experience what i'm trying to get across is like you need to be able to view these things subjectively regardless to what they are and it's really important to view them without judgment resistance or attachment now because if you judge it it's a form of resistance and then it persists that's how emotions work yeah i'm sure you know this but like with an emotion say you try not to feel your anger you try and suppress it it comes back a hundred times heavier yeah and then resistance that's another form same sort of thing and attachment that's literally a thought comes up in your mind or an emotion comes up it's too many people take themselves to be that thought to be that emotion and as a result it's self-perpetuating you know like or they get angry at themselves for being angry and then it's like just a loop a constant fucking loop like no sit down or you can do it while you're walking around if you get good at it but like just like view these things objectively they're just happenings in the physical body you don't necessarily have to they don't have to you don't allow them to ruin your day i have a negative thought right i have negative thoughts every single day let me just state that just because in like i'm on the path of like enlightenment or whatever does not mean that I don't have negative thoughts. Doesn't mean I just walk around happy as fuck. I'm a Buddhist, like whatever. It's like I still have all this sort of thing. I still have the whole range of the human experience. Every single other person has negative emotions, happy emotions, sadness, jealousy, envy, all that sort of shit. It's just I don't identify with them. They arise within the mind. I simply view them without judgment, resistance, or attachment, and it passes. And it's good. It doesn't affect me. And it just passes. And it's just like. But if you identify, so cool. but if you identify with these things, it dictates not only how you feel, but your actions, then your life. That's fucking sick. It's, That's really cool. Um, I want to get to there. Mm. I don't think I'm there yet. Yeah, I'd love to get to that that stage. Um, that must be peaceful. Right. <laughs> like, must be I'm talking. Peaceful. It is peaceful to the point where it's almost like like you'll be having an, an I've, I've had arguments with people but the thing is i'm not even arguing like someone could be quite literally blowing and this is a skill that's learned but like someone could be blowing up in my face yeah the old ricky like, like i used to do boxing all that the old ricky bro like i want to you know like let's fight whatever all that sort of shit the anger's there act on it but the like the new ricky sort of thing is like someone could be blowing up at me absolutely blowing up bro i'm just sitting there chill as just watching them 
And then what I'm also watching is the anger arising. You know, I'm still experiencing the emotions, as I said. There's anger arising within the physical body. I can I can sense the emotion, and I'm just letting it dissipate. I'm just watching it. There's also thoughts that are arising. What's this cunt doing? You know, punch him. Fucking all this shit. I'm just watching him. Because I'm not identifying. Anything can arise. That's what I'm saying with anxiety, depression. They are real. I'm not saying they're not real. The chemical imbalances, it alters your new... Um, it alters your neurosis. But... Regardless to what the neurosis is, as long as you don't identify with them, view them with non-resistance and no judgment and don't become attached to them, you will be always at peace, regardless to the external events. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so powerful. I can't even push how powerful this is. Like, it's fucking insane how powerful it is. It's cool. What was the um, first book you said? Uh, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Power of Now. Okay, cool. Um, do you still have it? A copy? Uh, yeah, at home, definitely. Yeah, done. I'll borrow that off you. Um, if I can. Um. No, that, that's cool. You know what the power of now introduces you to? It introduces like you to... Being present? Or, yeah, yeah. Like, I literally fucking have like a present symbol there. But, is that um, drawn or is that a tattoo? No, fucking not. It's not a tattoo. It's just a promo. When, when, I, when, I can, um, when I can, you know, get the courage to get a tattoo or like just decide on a symbol that I like, you know, because I like... It's always been the same get a message. Bit of everything different message just get a bit of everything but yeah yeah <laughs> just get more tattoos just keep going <laughs> fucking way too many yeah you like this one? Oh, what the fuck that's sick <laughs> Leo baby um but yeah no that's cool man mm. yeah but okay so it introduces you to introduces you to being present yeah like the present moment is literally like you I don't think anyone I would say 99% of people aren't present that's the thing, man. Like, the present moment, it's so underrated. I read this book, and it's like the portal. I don't even like speaking like this because it sounds so woo-ha, but it's like the portal to peace or the portal to the spiritual dimension because this is the thing. You can't be caught up in your psychological drama or melodrama and present at the same time. If I'm completely here present and engaged with you fully, anything can be happening within the mind. Anything can be happening within the body. And I'm just, like, viewing it. Like, you know what I mean? But if I'm... So, if I'm in my head, I'm not here. You know what I mean? Or anxiety is caused by identification with thoughts based on the past. So, depression is caused from identification with thoughts based on the past, past happenings, anything that happened in the past. Yeah. And anxiety is based on things that are to happen. Ah, so, from the future. That is a very... I've never heard it explained like that Haven't before. You? No. So that's that why is, the present... That fucking just clicked something in my brain then. That made a lot of sense. Depression is the past and anxiety is the future. Yeah. That's why the present moment is like... So important. It's it's the key. It's the only. It's the ultimate reality, and it's almost like, it's it's just like anything other than the present moment is just melodrama. You're caught up in your head. It's all false. It's illusory. But yeah. people take it to be reality, and then when you talk about anything other than, they're like, live in the present moment. Why are you still thinking about that? It happened two years ago. They're just like, oh yeah, but he did this to me. But it happened two years ago. Like it's not real. Like yes, it happened. Hundred percent, it happened. And uh, acceptance and embracing that is is a key to you know the realization, but it's in the past, and we're in the present moment, and it's not happening right now. So the only way it exists is in the form of a thought and emotion. And as long as you can get your relationship right with them, you'll never you'll always be at peace, regardless to what has happened, regardless to what is to happen. And with the what is to happen, when that does happen, guess what time it'll be. The present moment, like it's it's all it all happens in the present moment, and that's that's the key. You know what I mean? That was one of the main things with that book. That's awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we might 
leave it there. If you're happy, do you, is yeah. there anything else you want to bring up? Um, let me have a quick thing. This podcast is yours, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that would be a nice, uh, nice way to end on. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. That's cool. I think, yeah, I think everyone sh- can be a little bit more present. Mm. Um, I have definitely tried to be, um, probably over the past half a year or a bit more, um, just to really feel and taking a moment. Um, cause so many people so often, are you're always thinking about what comes next. What are we doing after this? Oh, and, what are, and then what are we doing after this? And then what are we doing after this? And then what are we doing tomorrow? And then what are we doing the next day? And then when's the weekend coming? It's a, wait, what am I doing right now? Exactly. I'm doing a podcast right now. You miss life. Yeah. Like destination fun. Destination happiness, bro. This is mad. This is exactly. awesome. You do miss life. Don't you? hundred percent. You, you go all the way through life, you get to the end and you go, fuck. Yeah, what happened? What the fuck did I just do for mm. the last fucking 80 or so years? Like, I've always been looking to the next thing. Uh, the next thing. I got that next thing. really awesome insight on desires, right? So while I think desires and um, having goals and all that stuff is very important, it's very easy and I'm victim to it myself and I'm. this is something that I've recently just sort of like getting really good at is not falling into destination happiness and... Desire is a contract. This is I'm, I'm, this isn't my quote. This is Naval on Instagram. But desire is a contract we make with ourselves to be unhappy until we obtain that, right? So the whole destination happiness thing of like, oh bro, can't wait till I get that new D Max. Like, oh, I'll be happy once I get that D Max. Like, all right, you won't get that D Max until another six months. So you're just every day like, fuck, can't wait till I get that D Max. Yeah. Can't wait. You miss the whole now and like, and then you get the D Max and you're like, cool. Yeah. But the D-Max, it's yes. fleeting. Then you're like, bro, the mud flaps. I want to get those mud flaps, bro. Then it's like another month and you're like, fuck, that's mud. And it's always, but that's, it's human nature to want more and more and more. And yeah. that's why if you get caught up in that cycle, you'll never be happy. Yeah. I tell people this, you'll never, you can have the best car, the fucking everything that your fucking heart could desire and you will always want more. You're not going to find your happiness in external things. Yeah. Your happiness is understanding your true nature, quite literally. Yeah. Like that's where the happiness comes from. And then the you know you can quite literally play with the external you know you want to do this you want to do that it's cool but it's not because it's you it's going to make you happy yeah it's because you just want to do it like and that's coming from a very different place yeah but yeah oh that's cool that's cool mm. yeah yeah no that is true eh that's fucking true man <laughs> because yeah i think a lot of people and it's not really their fault um everyone just gets swept up in what's to come yeah or get swept up in what just happened. Yeah, yeah. And it's no, yeah, there's no thought of like... Now. This is now. Mm. Right now. Um, I think I read a quote once. It was like... Um, I was telling about this moment. Um, I'm going to enjoy this moment for this moment is my life. And it was like, instead of... Because so many people are like oh, you know, like when I have kids or like, or when I get my new job or when I do this or like, you know, I go to NIDA and people like, you know, like when I, you know, when I start auditioning or when I Mm. start, it's like fucking enjoy this shit, man. Enjoy this. This is life. This is life. This is life. Exactly. Who knows what's going to happen down there? Like, yeah, work in your now. Mm for the future you want, yeah. which will one day be your now. But don't base your fucking whole don't happiness off it. Happiness on the future 
without actually paying any attention to the now. Mm. Like, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I say like I get caught up in that too. I think so do I. Like, I everyone feel like does. We all do. I feel like we all are, like even social media doesn't help, bro. That is literally it pushes a lot of this. Hundred percent. The whole like it does. Like they're doing that. I want to do that. I can't wait till I do that. Um, comparing yourself to people's timelines that's yes, a big thing huge thing i was actually going to bring that up mm. when we were talking before about um kids and stuff yeah and a lot of people will see their friends getting married or their friend just got a job or their friends now a fucking movie star or a fucking yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck um or they're modeling or they've just you know made it into um i mean we live in west sydney a lot of our friends have made it into an nrl team mm. or something like that um or at least people we know um, and it's like, what have I done? What have I done? You know? And that's what everyone compares themselves to, um, is what everyone else is doing mm. at that time. Um, but there are certain achievements that can't be shown on social media, 100%. spiritual progression, fucking learning self-love, all these sort of things like, that actually matter that bro, they're like, they will shape your life quite literally. And yeah. like, you know, you don't post a picture and like, just became like all this yeah. stuff. It's less like you you not everything the whole for one comparison is the thief of joy yeah i love that quote so true and if i'm going to compare myself to anyone it's who i was yesterday yeah i'm going to improve on that i don't care if i'm in the gym and this guy's bigger than me i don't care if this guy's smaller than me quite i don't care about like it's not i don't care about anyone it's i don't care about comparison yeah i'll talk to you and i'll encourage the fuck out of you like i will if anyone spoke to me, they'll tell you, you know, I'm going to encourage the fuck out of you to reach your dreams, this, that. But it's never like I'm in competition with you. Ever. If yeah. we have, I've spoke to people who have event photography businesses or in the gym, it's not like, oh, well, like you're doing better than me, man. Or like you, you have a better physique than me. It's congratulations, man. You're fucking killing it. You look amazing. Yeah. You're doing fucking great. It's how you got to be. If you're operating out of a place of scarcity, see, bro, this is getting into some other shit, but like operating out of where you operate out of scarcity or abundance, if you operate it in business, I'm massive this with this too. If I can't do a gig, I give it to someone else. I give it to another photographer. And it's not like, oh, well, they're going to take your client. It's like, no, it's because th- there is an abundance of work. And because I think like that, it's almost like law of attraction type shit. It comes and it's like, not only that, but when that person can't do a gig, guess who they're going to give it to? Exactly. And yeah. That's right. Hey, yeah. What you, I really, I'm a big believer. I suppose that sort of touch on this is what you give out, you mm, get back. Massively. Um, not all the time. Not all the time. Some people, sometimes life is shit for some people. Yeah, yeah. Um, that are really good people. Um, but I think in the end, um, I think you get back what you give out. Um, and you, yeah, law of, law of attraction, exactly. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think you do attract what, if you, if you give out good, I think you attract good, mm. um, on a general level. Um, it's got a lot to do with like, literally, like, I don't want to get too into it, but like vibrational frequencies and where you're operating from. You can't, for example, if you're operating out of a fear-based vibrational frequency and you think everyone's out to get you and the world is bad and this and that, you really think that you're going to get that big business opportunity? Probably not. Yeah. You really think that you're going to meet the love of your dreams? Probably not. Because you see that woman looking at you at the bar as a, as a threat. Like, what's she looking at? What's wrong yeah. with my jacket? Like, But if you're operating out of the place of abundance and happiness and gratitude and love, shit like that, she's looking at you, exact same situation, completely different paradigm. Oh, wow. She must like my jacket. Yeah. Let's talk to her. Boom. You're married. you got five kids. Like, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Like, it's massive how much I'm so, like, immensely passionate about internal work and just, like, 
how much it shapes the external. Yeah. People look way too past it and just think the only way to get shit is to work hard. Yes, it's a key component, but do not overlook this shit because yeah. it'll make or break you. Like, That's cool, man. You're very, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you've reached enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> like you've fucking well, reached it. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's, I'm going to make a little point here. There is, um, we're all enlightened. We're just, we just don't Wrong understand our true right. nature. Mm. We're already, it's like when I say to people like, you know, you are awareness, whatever. It's not like you have to become awareness. You're already awareness. It's just, you take yourself to be the thoughts. That's why I, I used to, um, write a thing on my, cause it's one thing to learn a teaching. It's another thing to implement it into your life. I used to fucking like now I've only got like two little symbols on my hand because I like memorize all this stuff and it's a part of my life. But I used to fucking have some acronyms on my hand to like really get this stuff down pat. But I used to write on my hand, remain as awareness, witness, don't identify. And that had everything to do with the internal world. So like remain, not become, remain. You're already awareness. When a thought comes, just remain as awareness, bro. Just view it. It's not going to fuck anything. Like it's just, just chill. Like, you know, don't, don't base your whole fucking reality on this little thought just a thought it's just an emotion yeah let it come let it go um one thing i will ask you um and it'll probably be because yeah i don't want people listening to this thinking um well i mean i don't it's not that i don't want them to they can think whatever the fuck they want but um but in terms of you know it's just a thought and i do agree yeah i do agree and things pass something big happens right yeah something very fucking tragic and i mean we live in the hawksbury where everyone knows everyone we know of people's stories um you know say someone's kid child dies or things like that do you believe what you've talked about today can still apply to situations like that massively yeah and i'll i'll show you how so with so in in a tragic event something massively devastational you know massive happens obviously we're all going to be whatever happens the person who's witnessed it or involved in it's going to be traumatized right and you're going to be experiencing heavy emotion that's what i'm saying i've experienced this stuff so i'm not i'm not um saying thoughts and emotions don't mean shit i'm saying this is how to heal yeah essentially so um there's going to be mass amounts of emotion uh, like emotional charge and a lot of thoughts and that's the thing it's a loop the emotions trigger the thoughts and the thoughts trigger the emotions. It's a big thing. So if you don't understand, it's self-perpetuating. That's why people can't get out of stuff because that sort of thing. But for example, something really tragic happens, something really traumatic happens. There's going to be a lot of thoughts and emotions about that, right? So if that happened in the past, the first thing I would recommend to someone is accept the present moment completely. And it, it is hard. I'm not saying it's not going to be hard, but we need to complete acceptance. Do not wish reality was different. Because that creates resistance and that creates the thought. We just have to, it's, it's hard, but you just genuinely have to do it. Just acceptance completely. This is how life is. It doesn't matter if I wish it was this way or I wish it was that way. This is how life currently is. Complete acceptance. That will already take a massive amount of fucking stress and guilt and all this bullshit. But there's still going to be thoughts and emotions after you've accepted the fact that this has happened. That's because you can, you can convince yourself that, you know, that this is how life is but the internal body is still in resistance and it will still have emotions and all that sort of thing. Yeah. When the emotions arise, you know what people say, people speak of getting triggered like it's a bad thing, right? I have a different perspective. Someone gets triggered. For one, a trigger is when 
a certain emotion like arises within the physical body because of something that's happened or a thought that's happened or just whatever. When you're triggered, it is the best time. It's actually a good time because when you're triggered, you're experiencing the emotion that's been trapped in the physical body, right? So when you're experiencing the emotion, allow your body to experience it completely. There's a, a book I read called um, Letting Go by Dr. David R. Hawkins, massive on um, emotions and stuff like that. But it's all on like, when an emotion arises, emotions can't hurt you. While they may be heavy and some of them may feel like they're fucking breaking you inside, it's still just an emotion. So that emotion, it's it's trapped energy. Emotion is literally energy in motion. So just allow the emotion to run its course. Just allow it to be. Honor your emotions. You know, don't just like observe them. Honor them. Let them, like it sounds so stupid, like speaking about emotions like this, but uh, like let your emotions know it's okay to be here. You know what I mean? Because otherwise suppression yeah. and repression and shit like that honor your emotions and let them dissipate. It may take 20 minutes. It may take two hours to let that emotion fully run through the body. But there's a time, and if you've experienced it, you'll know, but there's a time when that emotion will run its course and you'll feel a light sensation go over the whole body. And that's because that energy in motion, the emotion has dissipated. You have let go. That's how you heal. That's how, that's so, um, not many people actually know how to use that mechanism of letting go, but that's genuinely how you heal emotions can come and they can go just allow them to be truly honor their presence yeah that's, that's so important i once read i uh, forget who what it was it was either maybe a poem or like a quote or something and um i was talking about like emotions as visitors mm. oh yes um that's to your one. home um i thought that was a really cool fucking way of looking at it yeah. like your body's your home um you know your physical home mm. of that you encompass on earth mm. um and yeah, seeing emotions as visitors rather than as residents. <laughs> yes, massively. Um, they come and go. Um, I think that's really important. Um, yeah, to look at, especially negative emotions. Yeah, mm. I mean, positive ones. Fucking stick around, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the cool thing about um, I learned this in a book too. The cool thing about the cool thing about it is, as humans, we we tend to resist negative emotions. But the funny thing is, and this is, I didn't actually realize this until I read about it, is we actually resist. So when the positive emotions come, we actually resist feeling them completely. So there's like a certain thing of like, just allow yourself to feel both of them. And obviously they feel different, the negative and the thing, but it's still just a feeling. Just allow anything to come and to go. Yeah. If you want to get into like um, the whole essence of self-realization, it's like, yes, a really good way to help people experience this because it's very, it's easy to talk about, hard to experience, right? And it sounds a little bit wahoo, whatever, but like, imagine that you're inhabiting a foreign body. All these thoughts, all these emotions, they're not yours. Just view them subjectively. Like, what sort of thoughts are you having? What sort of emotions are present? Honor them. And then that experience, that experience of inhabiting another person's body or another another body, right? Just imagine that this body is like a foreign body. That is the truth. That is how we, in my opinion, how one should live day to day. Just because yeah. truly it's just fucking joyful all the time, regardless of anything happening external. And it's, um, it's, it's a really good place to be like genuinely. Yeah. Um, I guess now I'd like you, um, if you'd like to just sort of sum everything, 
I mean, it's hard to sum up everything you've talked about because it's it's hard to be summed up. It's it's deep. It's fucking. It's it's should be chatted at, at in length. But I guess just to sum up, um, message to people, um, I guess how they can go about how they can implement these sort of things. How they can implement it, um, and how they can reach sort of um, where you sort of are at yeah. in your life. Yeah. So my my summary would be. Embrace and accept the present moment for exactly what it is. Do not wish it was different. Actually embrace it to the point where it's like you chose it. You you want this to happen, you know? Embrace the present moment. Accept it. Embrace and accept. So that's for the external type thing. And for the internal, literally just remain as awareness and uh, view your thoughts and emotions without judgment, resistance, or attachment. That's the key. Live in the present moment with complete acceptance and embrace it and view your thoughts and emotions without judgment, resistance or attachment. And that's it. That's that's truly where you get to an amazing place. Like, shut up. Beautiful. Thank you very much for joining me. Ricky. Oh, good, man. It was a pleasure. Cheers. And remember, guys, speak free with Matty J. <laughs>